Um, can you get off my lap? Ocean FM Sunday Sport with Austin O'Callaghan. Even if, even if the sun ceases to rise, even if the wind stops to blow, but the name of Sligo Rover will shine and shine forever. This is the Rovers Review on Ocean FM on Sunday evening and uh, we'll have to battle with the music. Sig tune underneath, but it was the opening weekend of the women's SSE. Electricity League of Ireland women's campaign for 2023. And for Sligo Rovers, that meant a home match against a reshaped and rebuilt Shamrock Rovers who have spent extensively to assemble a strong-looking squad to challenge for the Women's League title. The opening game attracted a crowd in excess of 700. Here are the key moments of Saturday night's game at the showgrounds as described by Jessica Farry and Donal Ryan. Gorman back with... Zamra once again fires the ball in and just there at the left, and just there at the back post. And ball just scrambling around there. Lana Maxwell just falls to Jessica, to Shauna Fox. Big centre back there, lurking at the back post. Puts Shamrock Rovers into the lead here in the showground. Sligo Rovers nil, Shamrock Rovers won seven minutes on the clock here, Jessica. Yeah, there's a couple of bites at the cherry there and you're thinking, how the hell has it not gone in? But just that ball then that came to Shauna Fox. She nearly had all day to, to hit that into the net and, and give Shamrock Rovers the lead. And it, it's felt like it's been coming in the last few minutes. And you can see how dangerous O'Gorman and Zambra are. Like they've, they've done this for years at this level and it looks so easy for them um, at this level. So yeah, that's a deserved lead, I think, for Shamrock Rovers. It looks like there's five of them at least in the wall for Shamrock Rovers. As Emma Hansbury looks like she's going to line this one up. Still waiting for Emma Hansbury to steps up the ball has a strike deflection takes and goes into the back of the oh, a goal for Emma Hansbury took a deflection off the wall didn't see who the deflection came off but Sligo Rovers have equalised here thanks to Emma Hansbury's free kick Sligo Rovers 1 Shamrock Rovers 1 that's not a free kick that Shamrock Rovers will want to see back again a disastrous defending from their point of view but from a Sligo Rovers perspective I'm just delighted for Emma Hansbury it means so much to her to play for Sligo Rovers and to play at this level and Brilliant that, that you know, they're back in the game now, 1-1, and as we said, Sligo Rovers were keeping Shamrock Rovers at bay. They started the second half well, and that will give them confidence now. And look, it might work the opposite way. You might see Shamrock Rovers now really pile the pressure on, but it kind of means that we're in for an interesting half an hour. And long ball over the top this time. It's bouncing on the edge of the box. Atlanta McAvoy touches it down for herself. Moves it out to Leo O'Leary on the left-hand side. First time ball in from Leo O'Leary, and it's headed oh, no. in the back of the net from Anjo Gorman. Disaster for Sligo Rovers in the 92nd minute as it looks like Shamrock Rovers have stolen all three points here. Amanda Budden is moving up out of the goals to join the celebrations here. 
fantastic ball in there from the left hand side from Leo O'Leary and Anya O'Gorman had loads of space there Amy Mahan, the Sligo Rovers goalkeeper has her head in her hands she can't believe it, it looked like all the world there like Sligo Rovers were going to hang on for a point here but in the dying stages Anya O'Gorman steals in at the back stick to nod home for Shamrock Rovers Sligo Rovers 1, Shamrock Rovers 2 the score here in the showgrounds with about a minute to play of additional time heartbreaking Donald for Sligo Rovers to concede and look we said all along that it, it looked as if any if any team was going to score it was going to be the visitors and you know they probably wouldn't have been happy with a 1-1 draw here considering the quality they have in their squad and it looked like Sligo Rovers had kind of done enough to hang on for what would have been a brilliant point but to be fair to Shamrock Rovers their quality and you know that's what they're going to do and they were going to keep going until the end of the game so fair play to them they did what they had to do and it looked like they're going to come away with a win a tight win um, but that's so hard to take for Sligo Rovers I'm sure Steve Feeney will be gutted Emma Hansbury that's a, a tough one to take for Sligo Rovers this evening yeah it's um, it's it's really hard to take that um, getting the winner against us in the additional minutes is always tough but today extra bad because I think we all played really well today um, I suppose Going into the game, everyone expected us to be underdogs against Shamrock Rovers now, but um, I think we all played excellently and, um, yeah, just a bit deflated after that. Yeah, talk me through the 90 minutes because obviously you said yourself Shamrock Rovers are coming in here as huge favourites, but you fairly put it up to them today. Yeah, I think I think we really put it up to them today. I think um, the, the game was there to win for us as well. Um, we matched them all over the place. Uh, we were probably better than them in some areas, better than them in spells of the game. Um I think, yeah, it was just a great performance by us today, but obviously it just didn't get us over the line in the end. And there's a lot that you can build on from this performance today as well. Yeah, it's really positive. Um, although we're all a bit deflated after that game, um, we're all like excited to get going again next week because today that performance just shows, I suppose, what we can do. But it's just important now. We know we can give that. We have to be consistent now and not drop off next week against Wexford Utes or the following weeks. Um, we know we can give them performances, but we just have to keep doing that now, week in, week out. So that'll, that'll be the tester for us. And I suppose finally one positive you can take is that you're, you're off the mark for the season with a free kick. <laughs> yeah, um, it took a nice deflection to be fair, but I suppose uh, every, every team when they're playing well probably deserves a bit of luck. And we got that with the goal. Um, we brought them back to a level game and we brought them the whole way to the end, as you've seen. I think it was maybe two minutes to go where they got the winner. So um, loads of positives today and we'll just build on that going into the game next week against Wexford Utes and hope that we can put on the same performance, if not a better one again next week. Steve Feeney, Sligo Rovers manager. There's ways to lose games and that is one of the hardest ways to do it. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Um, the girls have put in such a good performance and, and given absolutely everything. You know, They were going right till the end and um, you know, credit to Shams they, they produce a bit of quality at the end and obviously score from it but yeah, it's heartbreaking for us you know, we'd given such a good account of ourselves Obviously Shamrock Rovers were tipped as heavy favourites coming into this um, no doubt you knew what kind of quality you had in your side but did you kind of use that as kind of fuel to get the girls up for this one today? Yeah, um, to, to be honest I don't think the girls needed much kind of, you know, the pre-season was long and they were itching to get to this game and as you said like everyone outside of here was kind of tipping Shams to kind of win and win comfortably so I think the girls were, were, were well up for the game and I think that showed in their performance um, um, but we had, we had no doubt like we were going into the game for three points like it wasn't the case that we were coming in and thinking like Shams were going to run over us that we were ready for the game and felt we could have won it um, and obviously as the way the game was going then it looked like it was going to be a draw for a long time and you know, I suppose in hindsight you probably would have took the draw and you know could have built on it, but um, it was heartbreaking to lose that way. But a lot of positives, like you know, the performance was was something to be kind of proud of for the girls, and we just need to build on that now week to week. 
Like Shamrock Rovers have assembled an all-star cast here to make a crack at the title this year, but there certainly is a lot that you can take from that performance today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like Shams have you know some quality in their team, and you know they're, they're probably the type of team that'll gel as the season goes on, which might make them even stronger. But um, we have quality in our team too, and you know we we've a lot of the girls that were there last year, and we've added good people as well as good players, and we've a really good atmosphere in the in the group, um, and I think it's something that is important, you know, because it's a long season and we need to stick together, but. There's a lot to kind of build on there, but you know we need to be ready now because we have another tough game next week against Wexford. Like you know, and like they're not going to come any easier than that. So we need to be ready for it. Obviously, you've recruited very well in the off season as well. Casey Howe gave a very good account of herself today. Got a standard ovation when she was taken off and impressive um, appearances off the bench for the two Lockery sisters as well. Yeah, the three girls have come in, you know, since more or less the start of preseason or a few weeks into it, and the, the three of them have been very impressive. You know, the, the quality they have is kind of clear to see for anyone that watches them. But it's their attitude and you know how how they've bought into what we want to do and their work rate and how they've mixed with the girls has been really pleasing. And um, as you mentioned, like you can see what they're going to bring to the team this year. Like, and they give us uh, options that we mightn't have had last year or different types of options than we had last year. So, um, they'll be welcome additions. And you said it there yourself, Steve. Finally, a long trip down to Wexford next week. Will it be hard to kind of get morale back up in the camp after a defeat like that? I don't think so, no. I think, like, obviously for the next day or two, I think everyone will be a bit disappointed just the way we lost the game. But I think, you know, on reflection, I think everyone will realise just the, the performance, how good it was and, you know, all the bits that we've worked on and how the girls have tucked them and, you know, really built on them. Um, but, like, Wexford are a quality outfit. It's always there. They're always up around the top of the league and they've recruited really well, so... Um, it's going to be a tough game, but like we'll we'll go down there with the same intent we had today to go and try and win the game, and you know we'll have a game plan to, to, to try and do that. And as you've seen today, we do have the quality to cause teams problems, so hopefully we can cause Wexford a few. That's Steve Feeney, Sligo Rovers women's head coach, speaking to Donald Ryan after Saturday night's two-one home defeat to Shamrock Rovers the opening weekend of the SSE Electricity Women's League of Ireland. Rovers are away to Wexford Youths, one of the title contenders, next weekend at Ferry Carrick Park and we're planning live coverage of that game for you on Ocean FM Sport. What about the men? It was Friday night, Weavers Park in County Loud, Drogheda against Sligo Rovers. The key moments now described by Donald again alongside Mark Rossiter way out to Johan Branfeld. His first line ball forward is cut out by Gary Deegan. Branfeld slips on the recovery. Fabrice Hartman gets his first touch as well to get away from Deegan. Lays one off for Browning. First time ball goes straight to Adam Foley in the centre circle. He can run into space now. Dara Markey takes the ball off his teammate. Makes his way towards the box. Spreads it out wide on his left hand side to Dale Rooney. Just outside the box. He's been stood out by Branfeld. Quick feet here by Rooney. Gets the ball into the cross. It's headed back in. And it looks like Adam Foley who got the final touch on that one. Not sure if it was Clancy, he beat to it, but it's Adam Foley wheeling away in celebration here, making his way over to the stand. 58 minutes on the clock here, Drogheda United 1, Sligo Rovers 0. You have to say, it's been coming. They've defended really well up until now. I wasn't sure at the time Adam Foley has run away there. I thought it was an OG. I thought Ina Clancy, the way that it had just skimmed off the back of his head. But uh, Adam Foley's gone away celebrated. But you can't say that they haven't, from the start of the second half, that they haven't, you know, deserved this. They've, they've, they've attacked really well for 60 minutes. You know, there's going to be a lot of pressure now on Rovers to get the ball to Harbin Radoslavich to see if they create something because so far it's all been down to Caelan Barlow, really. Draw the United 1, Sligo Rovers nil the score. Freddie Draper now holding the ball up in the corner. Tries to win a corner, but the ball just doesn't go out of play. 
And that is it. Adriano Real has brought things to an end here in Weavers Park. And draw the United get their first win of the season against Sligo Rovers here. Four points from six from home games for Drogheda United so far this season. Sligo Rovers' first defeat of the season. And Mark Rossiter, I'm not sure what kind of positives Rovers can take from that, Stephen. I would have said for the first 60 minutes they defended really well. But you're looking at all the intensity all the intensity of the game all night long was from Drogheda. They surprised me with their intensity, their fitness, their relentlessness to go. They fought for everything. They, they used the pitch dimensions really well. They were very direct. They played really well to Draper's strengths. Getting the ball into him, it allowed him to bring the players like Markey, who got man of the match. Markey, Dale Rooney, you know, Gary Deegan, let's say, and Ryan Brennan were just there as a backup to them. And they, they were excellent all night and, and unfortunately deserved their win. It would have been a different game in the first half, let's say, with all the attack and threat that they have. They didn't apart from Adam Foley's header. Tess McNicholas, Cale and Barlow's two shots. You're there looking at if they, any of them go in, could have been a different game. John Russell, a disappointing night for Sligo Rovers here in Drogheda this evening. Yeah, really disappointing. Um, obviously, result-wise, disappointing, but performance-wise, really disappointed with it. Um, don't think we deserved anything from the game. Felt Rada were miles better than us on the night. Um, you know, came in at half-time, nil all. Felt we weathered the storm, first 15-20 minutes, did a lot of set plays. You know what you're getting up here, direct play, corners, free kick coming into the box, and, and look, we, we handled it, and then I thought we settled in a little bit the last 10-15 minutes of the first half, and, you know, we started getting uh, Cale and Barrow into those little pockets and started passing the ball, and trying to get our full box on and we created one or two good chances uh, keep made a great save from, from Barlow and but second half we, we, we just didn't turn up um, you know didn't create enough chances didn't create anything of note they've missed a good few chances we've had to rely on Luke and, and look they deserve to win the game You touched on Caelan Barlow there as well two excellent chances for him in the first half it seems like he can't buy a goal at the minute Yeah yeah it's, it's frustrating for him you know because um, he's been playing well he started the season really strong and he's Look, he's always looking for the ball and he's looking to play tra- penetrating passes and he's trying to get on the end of things and you know he was unlucky not to score tonight but ultimately it's about the team and as a group collectively we haven't done enough tonight we were probably below par performance wise individually and collectively a very impressive cameo off the bench from Fabrice Hartman as well unlucky not to score from that free kick midway through the second half yeah really good free kick and he showed glimpses when the ball was played out to him and we got it to him and he's electric when he takes players on in 1v1 situations and we didn't get enough ball out to him but when he did get it he, he looked dangerous um, and yeah if that, it was a great free kick if that goes in you know you're, you're back in the game and um, you, might, you might come away with something but look ultimately for me looking at the game we didn't deserve it and finally, John, quick turnaround, another game on the showgrounds on Monday night. A wounded St. Pat's team coming in after losing 5 0 to Dundalk this evening. How will you set up for that one? Yeah, we've got to reflect on the game ourselves tonight. We, we need a big performance and, and a reaction on a Monday night, no more than Pat's will now. I just saw their result as well. Um, but it's a chance for us to get back to the showgrounds in front of their home fans. We had a great turnout for the Shamrock Rovers game. Hopefully, we have another big packed house and get behind the team and we can put on a good show. Kevin Doherty, Jolly United manager. Is that your most impressive performance so far this season? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, thought we were going to the first two, uh, clean sheet, and then a point to Rovers when we when we could have won that as well. But yeah, I thought we were excellent tonight. Obviously, coming into this game off the back of two draws, it was important that you got three points this evening. To be honest, again, you're coming and playing Sligo, we're a full time team, and with much bigger resources than us, it probably wasn't. It wasn't vital that we got three points. We just had to. We wanted. We're going to pick up as many points as we can. Um, but it, we, I thought we, as I said, we totally deserved them. So you've got to be happy with it. 
and what has been a good start to Sligo Rovers season coming in off the back of a win against UCD and a draw with Shamrock Rovers on the opening day what exactly were you expecting from Sligo Rovers this evening? I was expecting look again they looked really really sharp the Shamrock Rovers game in particular first 20 minutes I was like Jesus they're at it they're really good and I know Russell very well like I was we talking to him before the game and he's very happy with their start so look we've, we've done our homework like, and like they would have done on us so look it worked for us tonight and I, and I think without Luke back Nicholas we probably would have got another couple and then, then even when we were quite wasteful but look it doesn't always happen Sligo as I said as well it's something because Sligo had a number last year um, managed to beat us three times so, so it was a good one for us and some fantastic individual performances on your side as well Dara Markey and Freddie Draper standing out in particular yeah, look again, it'd be very hard for me to pick. I thought the back four were excellent. Collie, the goalkeeper. Um, Barlow has a chance early, or in the first half, after we've been well on top. And if that goes in, it probably knocks the stuffing out of you, you know? So, um, right throughout the midfield, the lads up front, yeah. It was uh, really, really good performance. And spirits will be high going into Monday's game away to Bohemians. Yeah, trying to recover now. Some of our lads are actually in work tomorrow, which is the hard part of where we are at the moment. But... Um, We'll get, we'll get them going again on uh, recovery and Sunday as well. So hopefully we look forward to Daily Mount then. Kevin Doherty, the Drogheda United manager, speaking to Donald Ryan after Friday night's 1-0 win against Drogheda United. The men are back in action tomorrow, Monday night, at home to St. Patrick's Athletic at the showgrounds. Kickoff is at 7.45. It'll be live streamed on LOI TV. Uh, Monday night's game is not a live commentary match this week for Ocean FM. As for the academy teams today, the under-19 men's Sligo Rovers team lost 3-1 away to St. Patrick's Athletic Connor Campbell on target for Sligo Rovers. And the under-15 boys were beaten 6-2 at home by Galway United, Troy Kelly and Dara McKeown on target for the under-15s. Uh, the under-17 men's result this weekend, UCD 3, Sligo Rovers 0. The Sligo Rovers women's under-17 team beat Treaty United in Limerick by two goals to one. Two goals there for Orla Doherty. And the boys under-14 side were 5-2 winners against Galway United. Two goals for Sonny Malone from North Leitrim, Aidan Gabidon, Ryan Lang and Ryan Cunningham.